Welcome to Lit Poetry, the podcast where we go on a journey of discovery, reading, analyzing, and discussing great poetry from around the world. Poetry is worth it because the reading and writing of poetry is a revolutionary act that has the potential to transform both the reader and our world. Welcome to the Lit Poetry Podcast. My name is WHAUDEN741, and I am here to assist you. Does that compute? Our poem for data analysis today is The Unknown Citizen. He worked on the assembly line. When he died, I was tasked with giving an account of the life that he had lived as one of our most beloved and model citizens. You will listen to these words. You will appreciate them. So please plug yourself into the machine in front of you. The data stream is now coming online. The Unknown Citizen by W. H. Auden. 2JS slash 07M378. This marble monument is erected by the state. He was found by the Bureau of Statistics to be one against whom there was no official complaint. And all the reports on his conduct agree that in the modern sense of an old-fashioned word, he was a saint. For in everything he did, he served the greater community. Except for the war till the day he retired, he worked in a factory and never got fired, but satisfied his employers, Fudge Motors Inc. Yet he wasn't a scab or odd in his views, for his union reports that he paid his dues. Our report on his union shows it was sound, and our social psychology workers found that he was popular with his mates and liked to drink. The press are convinced that he bought a paper every day, and that his reactions to advertisements were normal in every way. Policies taken out in his name prove that he was fully insured, and his health card shows he was once in hospital, but left it cured. Both producers' research and high-grade living declare he was fully sensible to the advantages of the installment plan, and had everything necessary to the modern man. A phonograph, a radio, a car, and a frigid air. Our researchers into public opinion are content that he held the proper opinions for the time of year. When there was peace, he was for peace, and when there was war, he went. He was married and added five children to the population, which our eugenist says was the right number for a parent of his generation, and our teachers report that he never interfered with their education. Was he free? Was he happy? The question is absurd. Had anything been wrong, we should certainly have heard. We should certainly have heard. We should certainly have heard. heard. 
So I want to begin this podcast by saying a few things about the historical and literary context of the poem. W.H. Autumn was a poet, author, playwright, and a leading literary influencer in the 20th century. Known for his chameleon-like ability to write poems in almost every verse form, Auden's travels in countries torn by political strife influenced his early works. He won the Pulitzer Prize in 1948. The Unknown Citizen was first published in The New Yorker in 1939, before appearing in Auden's Another Time in 1940, alongside some of his most famous poems. Auden emigrated from England to America just before the start of World War II, and the poem itself uses Auden's characteristic humour and deft touch to examine what is actually a rather troubling subject. The poem is clearly a work of dystopian literature, a genre that really grew in popularity during the 20th century. Like Orwell's iconic dystopian novel 1984, The Unknown Citizen examines a society where an individual's thoughts and actions are seemingly controlled and regulated by the apparatus of the state. An interesting point to note, though, is that this poem predates the publication of 1984 by a decade. Within the poem itself, it is quickly apparent that the sound of the poem closely mimics and parodies the voice of an official government bureaucracy. Indeed, the poem adopts a kind of passive voice that represents a faceless and impersonal we. It is very much the voice of Big Brother who is watching. The context of World War II, of course, sheds light on the poem's subject matter as well. With the world falling into disarray and mayhem, spurred on by the atrocities of Nazi Germany with its ideologies of a master race, Auden witnessed firsthand the global growth of systemic racism. This was, in turn, backed up by the dodgy pseudoscience of eugenics, which is referenced in the poem itself. The Unknown Citizen is historically fascinating in the way that it criticises two very different ideologically driven societies. The poem obviously points towards the Soviet Union and its methods for the top-down control of its citizens in the poem's regular references to surveillance and state control. Yet capitalist consumerism also gets rather strongly criticised in this poem, with its deep connections to the ideology of the American dream in Western society. The phrase, modern man, sounds like a page taken from an advertising guide, and Fudge Motors Inc. appears to be a reference to Henry Ford's company. Here, Auden is pointing to those dystopic elements in capitalist societies that measure an individual's status and worth by the things they own, which is no less an ideology than with the beliefs found within communism. Auden points to the fact that both communism and capitalism have the capacity to oppress their citizens. So I want to take some time in the podcast to talk about themes such as oppression, control, conformity, and freedom. They're very present within this poem. The Unknown Citizen is written in the form of an elegy, a poem that fondly remembers a person who recently died. 
the word clearly related to the word eulogy, a speech given at a funeral. This allergy, however, is a parody of this solemn form. For example, whereas one would usually expect a distraught relative or friend to compose an allergy, it is the faceless state that delivers the commemoration for the dead citizen. Like a blood-sucking insect, the government officials drain the emotional life, any sincere sentiment or heartfelt grief out of the allergy's messaging to leave behind a poetic yet lifeless husk. The poem is thus hollow, just like the citizen himself. In the end, the citizen is only valued for his absolute conformity to the system. By subverting the allergy form, Auden here creates a playful, yet at the same time uncomfortable sense of humour and irony. Moreover, this approach by Auden delivers a powerful critique of modern society by arguing just how dangerous it can be for a society to give too many powers to those in charge. The poem also looks specifically at how surveillance in society can oppress people through the state knowing everything about its inhabitants. The title is therefore ironic, of course, because the state clearly knows everything there is to know about the unknown citizen. And I mean everything. In a society like this, Auden argues that freedom is not truly obtainable, even though on the surface those in power claim to be offering people a good and materially rich lifestyle. Of course, this poem has serious ramifications for us in the 21st century as well. This is because those in positions of power have more data about who we are as individuals than at any other time in human history. Like Auden's citizen, powerful institutions collect our data and can use it against us. Indeed, one could argue that in most Western democracies today, while people are not controlled or oppressed too much by heavy-handed government officials, like in the poem, the true officials in power pulling the strings and shaping the narratives of our world are not so much those in government, but rather they are those in control of powerful corporations, advertising agencies and technology companies. In other words, in a capitalist society, we too can be good citizens, just so long as we remain good little consumers who do our part to support the system as it currently exists. The thought police in the world today simply monitor our purchasing habits, turn us into predictable sets of data, and then go about designing algorithms to control our innermost desires and thoughts without us even knowing it. Welcome back. Though on the surface the poem praises the life of the dead unknown citizen, it only does so because this person lived a textbook example of an obedient, non-questioning life. In the poem's world, a good citizen is one who does everything they're supposed to. Indeed, that's why the speaker, the creepy we of the poem, begins by offering what is probably the highest compliment in this dystopia, remarking that there was no official complaint against the dead man. In other words, he never did anything wrong. If he had, the state would certainly have heard about it, revealing the frightening reach into people's lives. In writing this poem, Auden points to one of his main criticisms of the state, 
the use of surveillance which is used to destroy any true sense of mystery, joy or freedom in the man's life. The state underhandedly influences every area of the dead man's life. As such, the poem sounds like a list of all the ways that a state can trample on a person's liberties. The state controls what is acceptable. The citizen's working life, his sociability, his opinions on the news, his personal possessions, his attitude to his children's education, and so on, and thereby turns him into a kind of mindless slave. The state even controls and subverts the language used within society to comply with its own interests as well. For example, it redefines what notions of sainthood are by associating the word with how well a person serves their oppressive system, rather than embrace the common understanding that sainthood actually applies to a person who lives a morally sound life that is focused on justice. The poem also implies that modern society, in an effort to optimise productivity and happiness, has made everyone essentially the same and robbed life of the kind of individuality that makes life meaningful in the first place. The state makes out that the man possesses freedom to choose his destiny. However, the reality is that the man's choices are an illusion. Added to this, the poem takes special aim at the world of advertising, suggesting that it sells falsehoods about individual happiness that actually amount to further conformity. The poem describes how the dead man's reactions to advertisements were normal. He thought what he was supposed to think, and accordingly, he bought all the items that advertisers wanted him to, a phonograph, radio, car, and a fridge. While advertising encourages people to make purchases as a way of defining and expressing their individuality, Auden also points out that consumerism leads just as much to conformity as it does to individuality. In the end, Auden's poem is a cautionary tale about society which asks people to question the relationship between the state and the individual and to examine whether governments or other powerful institutions actually have a person's best interests at heart. The dark and disturbing humour embedded within the poem challenges us to open our eyes and look again at the world to which we belong. It's time to wrap up this week's episode of The Lit Poetry Podcast and sign off until next week. To support our work, don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe to our channel. Your support is very much appreciated. To access more resources on poetry, visit our website at www.litpoetry.com. He'll finish by listening one more time to the poem. I hope you have a great week, and I'll see you later. Exterminate, exterminate, exterminate. The Unknown Citizen by W. H. Auden 2JS-07M378. This marble monument is erected by the state. He was found by the Bureau of Statistics to be one against whom there was no official complaint. 
and all the reports on his conduct agree that in the modern sense of an old-fashioned word, he was a saint, for in everything he did he served the greater community. Except for the war till the day he retired, he worked in a factory and never got fired, but satisfied his employers, Fudge Motors Inc. Yet he wasn't a scab or odd in his views, for his union reports that he paid his dues. Our report on his union shows it was sound, and our social psychology workers found that he was popular with his mates and liked to drink. The press are convinced that he bought a paper every day, and that his reactions to advertisements were normal in every way. Policies taken out in his name prove that he was fully insured, and his health card shows he was once in hospital but left it cured. Both producers' research and high-grade living declare he was fully sensible to the advantages of the installment plan and had everything necessary to the modern man. A phonograph, a radio, a car and a frigid air. Our researchers into public opinion are content that he held the proper opinions for the time of year. When there was peace, he was for peace, and when there was war, he went. He was married and added five children to the population, which our eugenist says was the right number for a parent of his generation, and our teachers report that he never interfered with their education. Was he free? Was he happy? The question is absurd. Had anything been wrong, we should certainly have heard. We should certainly have heard. We should certainly have heard. You've been listening to the Lit Poetry Podcast, presented by James Laidler. For more podcasts, poetry videos, and other useful resources, visit our website at www.litpoetry.com. Thanks for listening.